Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to another episode of Meta Sidekicks. My name is Liv. This is M. M, do you want to say hi to you? I have a fun fact for today. Did you know that binturons smell like popcorn when they sweat? What is a binturon? A bear cat. It looks like something that crawled out of hell. Oh. They smell like popcorn. Like buttered popcorn? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I wish I smelled like buttered popcorn when I sweat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways... We are Psychic Medium's Twin Flames best friends and psychic comedians that talk about all things paranormal, spiritual, metaphysical, and in between in the most obnoxious way possible. I mean, not all the time. Sometimes we're serious, but most of the time we are not serious. And today we're going to be doing listener stories. If you are interested in submitting your listener story about anything spoopy, paranormal, or in between, so you can have a chance to have it featured on our podcast or YouTube channel as a video... As a video. <laughs> yeah, on the YouTubes. You can do so by checking out the link that's in the show notes. But unlike all of the other fabulous podcasts out there that talk about listener stories for the spoopy, spiritual, and true kind nature, since we're psychic mediums, we try to tell you what's actually going on in your story. Validate it, disvalidate it, whatever. It's a good time. So you better uh, knuckle and buckle because we're getting into it. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Great. I'm out of breath because... I did like at least two minutes of walking and Peapod is very much everywhere and nowhere all at the same time. Well, you want me to go first? Yes. Okay. This one is called Haunted Chateau. And it's by Jessica V. On the Chateau. In January, I went to Quebec City with my sister for my birthday and stayed at the Fairmount Le Chateau Franiac. I love castles. The castle was opened in 1893 and it was gorgeous. Despite it being over 130 years old, it didn't really give me any spooky vibes besides certain older areas of the hotel. Our room was on the sixth floor with two queen beds and an amazing view. The first night we went to sleep, I felt someone tapping on the bottom of my foot. I'm a late sleeper, so the slightest noise or touch is enough to wake me. When I felt the tapping, I experienced sleep paralysis and saw a woman at the foot of my bed with messy brown hair in a white nightgown. I've had sleep paralysis before, so I demanded she leave my room because that normally helps it go away. Interesting. It worked and I woke up. Honestly, I wasn't even creeped out because I brushed it off and convinced myself it was just a bad dream. The next night I fell asleep and felt tapping on my foot again, but this time it was on the top of my foot. I didn't experience sleep paralysis that time, so I just woke up and went back to sleep. Although I found it weird, I didn't tell my sister about my experiences because I didn't want to freak her out. And then Liv puts, stop, ask person not reading the story to tell you if they think the woman is a ghost or sleep paralysis slash not paranormal. (laughs) 
you would be the person not reading the story. <laughs> At the chateau. Oh, I think it's paranormal. I know that's why you wrote the comment. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I tried I had to read to remember, this one. I had to remember the story. I tried to read this one a while ago and saw the stop. And then I was like, oh, I can't read this one because you read this one. So obviously you have opinions, which is why you wrote stop in it. Yeah, but I honestly, what's funny is I was not listening at all because I was trying to pick my next story. And I was Rude. like, wait, okay, <laughs> chateau, castles, someone touching feet. I was like, oh, there's a girl touching feet, ghost. Do you think this person actually has sleep paralysis or do they just see people that are spirits or a combination of both? I think a combination of both. I think Same. what you experienced at the chateau was uh, the, the paranormal of a girl. Well, sorry, my spirit guides are explaining it to me because I'm like, that's kind of similar to the hypnopompic hallucination things that I do. If you don't know what a hypnopompic hallucination is, it's basically when you get woken up during REM sleep, because also a light sleeper, when you get woken up during REM sleep, your brain has to catch up to your body. So sometimes it will hallucinate things because you're still trying to transition from REM sleep to not sleep. Um... So I struggle with that. However, sometimes I'm seeing a hallucination and sometimes I'm seeing some weird dude apparating in the middle of my room. <laughs> and my spirit guides, because I was like, huh. My spirit guides are basically like, the reason why it's so common for you to see spirits in that way is because you're so used to like having hypnopopnic hallucinations that your brain accepts it more. So you're able to see things easier. Mm. <laughs> that's what he, that's what my spirit guide said. Interesting. Yeah, because I just accepted that as a hypnopompic hallucination, and I was like, "Wait a second! You just disappeared, and I watched it." <laughs> yeah. So, the rest of our trip, I didn't experience anything, and on the day we were checking out, I decided to check if the castle was haunted. Obviously, it's haunted. It's 130 years old. <laughs> and a girl touched your feet. <laughs> I found articles that mentioned the sixth floor being the most haunted floor with a woman in white who is often seen. One article stated that a woman is seen in a white nightgown with dark, long hair and is often seen at the foot of guest bed or will even get into bed. I was shocked. Not only were we staying on the sixth floor, but I saw her at the foot of my bed. I got really creeped out because I had convinced myself that they were just bad dreams, but it turns out that I might have encountered the ghost of a woman in white. Oh, well, you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. 100%. <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, the sixth floor. Is the sixth floor of the Hawthorne haunted too? I don't think there's six floors. What was the floor that was haunted? Oh, wait, there might be six floors. Because I thought it was the yeah. floor that I didn't. Why is it always six? Six, six, six. <laughs> So I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> also, Russell, the person on our ghost hunting team, is being trolled by Sixes, so you're welcome. Sounds scary. Not that he'll listen to this. Sounds demonic. Does he need his mom? Sorry. <laughs> mom, I'm scared. Come give me. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I am going to read this one. It is kind of wild. It deals... Well, I'm not even going to tell you what it, what it deals with. So there. Mm, just listen to it. So this story is... Submitted by WHXMB, so Wixom B, I assume. They say, hi guys, watched one of your videos on claircognizance and decided to add one of my stories. I don't really follow any certain practices. I mainly just, 
<laughs> I really like this phrase because it's funny. <laughs> I mainly just raw dog life and figure things out on my own. <laughs> I've got a lot of fitting stories from this point in my life, but this time was definitely the most scared I've ever been in a while. Simultaneously being one of the keystone experiences that validated things for me, taught me a lot, and pushed me along my spiritual path. A core paranormal memory. Yes, that yeah. they gained through raw dogging life. Yeah. <laughs> he has a spirit guide that reminds me of the that car from Cars, like the tow truck dude that goes backwards. Tow Mater? I don't know what his name is because I've never actually seen Cars. His, his name is Mater. However, you have a spirit guide that personality is like that. <laughs> All right, so Wixom B says, At this time in my life, I was in my mid-20s and homeless on the West Coast for three years. Cities were just too risky and dark chaotic, too easy to get mixed up with the wrong people, and I was just too vulnerable. It was really getting to me, so I hitchhiked to Mount Shasta and spent about nine what? months. The chakra of the world? The root chakra of the world? Mm-hmm. I mean, you said that you were getting it was getting too risky, so you went to the place that is supposed to make you feel the most safe and secure in your reality, according to the interwebs. Anyways. I hitchhiked to Mount Shasta and spent about nine months living in the forest of the foothills. Not on the mountain. I'm not that dumb to tramp around on something so sacred and spiritually active. <laughs> He's like, so I was in the crevices of Mount Shasta. What, you think that forest wasn't that, that spiritually woke? <laughs> Continuing, about five or six months in, I knew the area very well and was super comfortable. I had made friends with some gold panners who were washing rocks near my camp They'd babysit my dog and let me borrow their bicycle so I could bike around eight miles into town for food runs. Usually it goes over no problem, but this day I was foolish and overpacked my hiking pack with heavy groceries. What's worse is that I dilly-dallied too much in town and was coming back way too late in the day, which were two huge mistakes. I really like that you use the word dilly-dally as well. And that you dillied too much dally, specifically. <laughs> The paved roads were manageable, but once I reached the dirt and gravel roads back to camp, it was a struggle. And only about one-fourth of the way back into the more remote section of the forest I was camping in is where I'd have to go. The sun was hanging between the trees, and it was getting dark very quickly, and the road was getting rougher, more like hill rock gravel than anything else. Once I passed the lake, the road wasn't open to twilight as much and just became darker and darker. I was losing light fast, exhausted and starving, with miles to go. Disclaimer, describing it now might make it seem like I was working this out in my head at the time, but I totally wasn't. That was just me making sense of it after the fact. I have a feeling that y'all understand that. I biked around a bend in the road and got the worst feeling of my life. I remember it started like pure dread bubbling to surface in the pit of my stomach, out of nowhere just nauseous with it. The skin on the back of my neck was buzzing and my blood ran cold. And the reason I, I wanted to read this story is because when we were at the um, at the Conjuring house, you said that you got the same sort of feeling. When? When we were at the Conjuring house. We're sitting in the kitchen. Oh, you mean the weird chill? Yeah. Because this person says the skin on the back of my neck was just buzzing. And you said like the hair on your body was standing up when we were in the Conjuring house. Yeah, because there was a demon. <laughs> <laughs> So anyways, that's that's why I like the story because I was like, oh, they feel the same way as them does. Anyways, I said, I biked around the bend in the road and got the worst feeling of my life. I remember it started like pure dread, bumbling to surface in the pit of my stomach and out of nowhere, just nauseous with it. The skin on the back of my neck was buzzing 
and my blood ran cold. I just knew I had caught the attention of something while all out there alone. And before I could even question myself, the thought to quiet my heavy breathing came over me, not to pant so loudly, not to look as weak as I felt. My pack must have been at least 50 pounds. My legs were on fire and at certain points they'd give out and I'd walk my bike a few steps to recover my strength and stretch my thighs out. Buns and thighs? But after this feeling came, I pushed myself to not stop or walk the bike anymore. I just knew somehow that I was being tracked by something, and it felt like the moment it locked onto me, the chemicals in my brain were exploding. At first, I sort of did panic and doubt myself. Maybe it's just the dark freaking me out. Maybe it's just a lost spirit that can't hurt me but is feeding off my fear, etc., etc., but that buzzy, vibrating, hair-raising feeling on my neck was sweeping across my shoulders as I kept biking for my life. Suddenly, my brain downloaded a bunch of information at once. There was an eye up on the ridge above me and behind me to my right, and its intention to hunt and eat me was beaming down at me like lasers. It kept its eye on my shoulders and neck, and I could feel it. I could feel its hunger and desire to bite me there. It's like I could even feel the angle of the eye lasers and somehow just knew where the cat was like tracing the beam back up to its source without looking, a spatial awareness. I suddenly understood it was a malnourished cougar that had just woken up to hunt and my stomach dropped. There was not a deer out there, and cougar attacks are fairly common. The realization hit me like a train. I could almost hear my ears ringing from my heart pounding out of my chest. Being stalked like that and having such a visceral awareness of it was one of the scariest things in my life. I've never felt so strongly I was about to die and a really nasty death at that one. I didn't want a trauma dump, but being homeless was rough enough, and I'd been in sticky situations before with dangerous people, but this was different. It was so clear that a predator was looming over me. I was running on pure chemical ancestral adrenaline with no time to comfort myself with doubt. My skin was literally screaming at me under this gaze as I swept across my right shoulder and at the back of my neck, back and forth and over and over. It was making my skin feel staticky and numb like a sensory overload. My whole body was pushed to the limits. My thigh muscles were screaming I could barely breathe because I was trying so hard not to pant loudly, just like I am right now, <laughs> just talking. And I hadn't even reached the rockiest, most uneven stretch of the road yet that takes me out of the forest. It really was like my soul was about to leave my body. I can't describe like the low fuck, how is this going to be that I die? <laughs> I finally reached the part of the dirt road where it veers off deeper into the woods and under the canopy. It was just a pitch black void into the trees ahead. The sun had fully set and there was just a slight cobalt glow to the sky, but soon the trees would block out every bit of light left. I knew that up ahead the ridge met up with a small ravine that descended right over the road. I just knew that's where it was going to drop down on me, where it was tracking me to. I don't know how I could feel any worse than I already did, but when I saw the forest closing in around the road ahead, I just knew I was going to look at my grave, and that was the trap. The next part is a bit of a blur. I'm not sure if I stopped on the bike or not, but I think I did, because everything in me told me I could not keep going or I would absolutely be lunch meat. I could feel how hungry and desperate this cougar was, even though I hadn't seen or heard a single thing. I just knew with all my being that something was about to rip me open, and I didn't even have the pocket knife on me or my big dog that protects me. All I could do was cry out to creator. I've never felt so helpless or close to death. It was like I was a scared little kid again, crying out for their parents. I yelled out to the sky with all my heart and begged to be saved like, please, I know I've been on this road hundreds of times and never seen anybody but rangers once a month, but please send me a car or I'm going to die. Not a moment, not even three seconds later, I whip around to see headlights. 
and I cannot describe to you. I was so relieved. I just fell apart at the seams. I was a whole mess. I must have looked absolutely insane. But I dropped my bike and stood in the middle of the road with my arms out straight, just sobbing my guts out. Like, you have to stop or you're going to have to run me over. (laughs) Thankfully, they stopped and rolled down their window. The drivers were Japanese tourists, the most beautiful couple I've ever seen. They looked so confused and concerned, and I don't even remember what I said. I don't even remember if they spoke English, actually. But I begged for my life to get a ride out of there. They agreed, so I left the bike in a ditch, climbed into their back seat, and cried and cried and thanked them over and over in just total shock. It's such a blur now. I was shaking and trying to pull myself together so I didn't freak them out too much with my hysterics, and my adrenaline had me fried to the bone. They dropped me off where their campsite trail head was. It felt like we drove forever through the woods. There's no doubt in my mind that I would have never made it back if they hadn't shown up. Still to this day, I think about that couple and pray for them. If they weren't angels or some being sent to save my dumbass, and I pray for them to have tons of healthy kids and happiness and blessings and a long life. They could have seen me frantic and out of my mind and decided it was too big a risk helping a crazy person in the woods trying to get back to their car. It's a miracle that they showed up, but it's an even bigger miracle that they had kind, understanding hearts and took in a total stranger in another country. It must have looked like a horror movie to suddenly come upon me on the dark forest road like that. I was living in a horror movie. Sometimes I wonder if they think I was a ghost the way I wonder if they were angels. I got back to my dog and gave him the biggest hug ever and was able to fully calm down. My gold panner friends were understanding about leaving the bike out there when they saw how shaken up I was and over my mistakes. I promised to them that I would walk out there with my pup at first light to retrieve it and we ate good that night. I'm not sure exactly where these stories go or who will hear them, but if people do, please, if you suddenly know something that vividly and viscerally in a very vulnerable situation shakes you, believe it. It doesn't matter. Believe in it until you're safe and alive enough to start doubting it. (laughs) They say, for me, this was a huge reckoning of my spiritual path or a test for someone so stubbornly skeptical of themselves and their experiences that they weren't self-acknowledging. I fully believed that I was either going to die that night, a brutal, shameful, stupid death, or I was going to trust myself and lay down at creator's feet and say, you know, I hope anybody on a spiritual path in life with a lot of self-doubt or self-rejection blocking and stagnation learns how to trust in themselves and light before it comes to something like that. Okay, you ready? I see two things. There's an old man that's with this dude, which I perceive to be guardian angel which usually guardian angels are like some estranged relative that you know very little about Mm -hmm. i feel like you listened to him more than you listened to the other dude which is a nature spirit i feel like the nature spirit triggered your fight or flight response and then helped you understand what was going on but he these two beings together helped cater a situation to get you out of it does the nature spirit look like Groot to you yeah (laughs) a big tree leaf guy he's like i am Groot (laughs) yeah i went when you said was it shasta whatever mountain Mm -hmm. that's when he showed up and i was like what are we talking about there's this weird nature spirit here that's funny yeah, I just really liked it because they tied everything together of their physical senses and their metaphysical senses working together to get them out of a situation or at least be aware of it. And then the cool aspect, like you just said, of the guides helping him. Yeah, there's this dude with you that has like curly white hair because he's old. He has like a hat on. He might have 
liked boats or something. I'm not sure about that, but he smells like cigarettes. He's skinnier. He has like a flannel on and he has like a twang or like some sort of accent. But he sort of flagged this person down. And then the nature spirit kind of guided you to certain points. That's super cool. Next one. Yes. Okay. The (laughs) Static Before the Fear by Raphael B. And if that's wrong, sorry. (laughs) The story that I have for you today is the only one in which I experienced something paranormal physically. My gifts primarily consist of seeing things before they happen and in new developments, although some aren't rare, seeing spirits or the imagery projected by them. This event took place years ago when my mother and I were the only ones in the house. It was night and I was about to walk into my room when suddenly static rose up on my body and the hair on the back of my neck felt as though it was standing on end. I was completely confused as to what was going on in the moment. Then there was a heavy disembodied male moan directly in my right ear. This was the first time I've ever leaped and screamed at the same time. I ran towards my mother who was in the living room. When I told her what had happened, she told me that she had not heard it and I don't think she believed me. I waited for my dad to get home from work so he could pray near my room. Bad or uneasy feelings seem to disperse when he does this. Eventually he did this and it never happened again. I feel like that was me because every time I try to roll over in bed now as a giant eight and a half month pregnant whale, I just make old man noises. You mean you make a heavy disembodied male moan? Yes. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Bradley has to ask me if I'm okay now because now I just don't realize that I'm doing it when he's home. He's like, are you all right? Are you about to die? I'm like, no, these are the noises that I make now. Anyway, and soon you're going to have a kid and they're going to mock those noises. Well, hopefully I'll have, I mean, they'll be not in my body anymore. So you think you're going to stop making old people noises? My I niece hope so. mocks my sister <laughs> old people noises when, when she picks things up. That's funny. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like, did you like walk home from school or something? Or did you walk around the neighborhood a lot? If not, then this is wrong. But I feel like you might've just like picked up some sort of spiritual hitchhiker and by that i mean like you don't have an attachment or anything you were just walking around in some sentient soul thing that was wandering around like a dude was like i'm gonna follow her home and he was like and then your dad's like out get out of here and he's not there anymore because i see like an old dude that kind of looks like a bootstrap bill from Pirates of the Caribbean, but like not as starfish faced and like barnacly. So I haven't watched Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't know who you're talking about. I know, which is funny because our one friend was obsessed with it, so I thought you watched all of them with them. Oh yeah, no. I think they're boring. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, I see a weird old guy, but he's not he's not there anymore. He's more just like and it's not I'm not even talking to him. I'm just talking to like my spirit guides to convey the information to me instead. And they show me it was more of a transient interaction than anything else. What do you think? Yeah, I think he was interested in what you were doing. Just a weird creeper dude. To add to the rest of the weird creeper dudes of the world. Well, yeah, I don't know if what this person was doing, but it looks like he were like writing or drawing or something. I see you as like a pen and paper and he's like looking over your shoulder like, what are you doing? 
Like he's mm-hmm. interested in what's going on in your head. But again, boundaries. Don't don't be making weird noises. Like the the podcast we were recording well, the other I feel day. Like he wanted that to be weird. No, I feel like the dude like Raphael wants to experience his gifts. Oh, okay. Which is why he was allowed to hear it or was yeah. hearing it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right, next one. Okay, we're going to do this one. It's called, I Ghosted Her. (laughs) And it was written by, mm, I want to say it's Tyus, but I could be wrong because I don't know what the umlaut I is is supposed to sound like. But Tyus G says, it was three years ago. I was dating a girl. One evening, I spent the night at her house, but not in her room because her dad was there. I slept, I know, I really like. Good reasons. (laughs) I really just like the way. You didn't sneak in there, my guy. No. What the heck? Well, I really like this, the way that they write, because they write things in statements, like very short statements, and it's very nice. Um, It's just comedic to me. So anyways, one evening, I spent the night at her house, but not in her room because her dad was there. I slept in a small room on the other side of the apartment. The room had a big cupboard, like the conjuring house in it. Anyways, I was on my phone when I heard some odd noise inside the cupboard. It was creepy, so I turned not to see the cupboard. <laughs> I think you're just like, 
some weird shit's happening in this conjuring house like cupboard and i'm just gonna turn the other way because fuck it i don't want to see what's going on in there sounds like you (laughs) it does sound like me (laughs) it was creepy so i turned not to see the cupboard i tried to sleep and some hours later i heard in my ear cuckoo a french expression to say hello hello (laughs) suddenly i felt what seemed like someone's breath directly on my face i jumped off the bed and switched on the light but of course everybody was asleep it was 3 to 4 a.m utterly creeped out i left the room and stayed in the living room with some weed and disney movies to calm my nerves until morning that's how you do it (laughs) someone says hello to you in french in your ear and you're like the way to solve this is to remove myself from the room and put myself and watch disney (laughs) exactly that does sound like a good solution that i need now (laughs) i never shared this with the girl from the story i just ghosted her (laughs) could you imagine getting ghosted because of a ghost yes i just love it it makes me happy i feel like that's the only reason someone should get ghosted is because of a ghost but they don't even know wasn't everyone ghosted because of ghosts? In what way? That's where the saying comes from. It's ghosts. But on <laughs> Wait, it's blue. I know. I'm sorry. Well, I obviously don't know. So, anyways. Bonus. Taya says, my last and short story from this year was, I was about to fall asleep and someone said my name in my ear, but I was completely alone. It was me. <laughs> I think that was a woman. Not me. <laughs> yeah. Some lady with glasses and like brown grayish hair. That's short ish. <laughs> and she's like, You're gonna be late for jury duty. <laughs> and smacks your big toe. Yeah. Um <laughs> I don't know. And I feel like the the other one was a dude. From the bonus story? No, from the actual story. The one that said cuckoo? Something. Or cuckoo? I don't know. I don't speak French. Yeah. <laughs> I just like that you ghosted someone because of an actual ghost. But I'll (laughs) (laughs) All right, next one. Well, why I still sleep under the covers. Kate B. Hello, (laughs) pals. I'm not your pal, guy. (laughs) Jesus. I recently recently found your YouTube, and I have been absolutely hooked. I thought I would share my story since I still sleep under the covers. Some background stories for funsies. When I was little, I remember a white lady would fly through my window and stand on the side of my bed. She was nothing. It's scary because she's a white lady. (laughs) She was nothing but love and would make me laugh. I used to tell my mom the witch came to see me last night. (laughs) (laughs) I think I called her witch because she would fly through my window. Some people call that breaking and entering. (laughs) No one was breaking anything, though. (laughs) Another thing that happened at this age, and I got so scared from it, I was watching Sleeping Beauty. I remember this so clearly. And someone called my name. It was very loud. They said, Caitlin. And I thought it was my mom. But then she walked in the front door, and I remember I associated that voice with Sleeping Beauty and refused to watch the movie for years. After a while, that stopped and nothing happened till I was in the fourth grade. I was cleaning my room, and out of the corner of my eye, I could see a black woman 
walk ever so slowly across my doorway. She was wearing a long dress and a white cap. I could feel that she sensed me and I knew I sensed her, but she kept walking and didn't bother me. I had froze because I was freaked out and I looked into the vanity mirror and it wasn't my face. It was that of a man's. It was cracked and gray. I screamed for a second and then it was back to my reflection. Of course I was shaken up because this stuff doesn't happen to me on a regular Eventually, it's time to go to bed, and I remember feeling like something was walking on the bed. It felt like a cat was walking on the edge of my bed. I opened my eyes, and there was this completely solid black figure hunched over the top of my head. It had wet, stringy, short hair, and it was twitching. I don't know why, but I said, Mom? (laughs) As if she had just got out of the shower and was checking on me. Sick burn for your mom. After I said mom, it made an almost growling noise that dipped down as if it was going to come at me, if that makes sense. I don't know. It was hunched over me watching me and then made an advancement towards my face. Because it's like, I'm not your mom. I'm not your pal. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, I screamed so fucking loud and hid under my covers. My mom ran into my bedroom and just comforted me. But that thing or that experience still shakes me to my core, and I sleep underneath the covers every single night, no matter how hot it gets. When I was little, I told myself, if I ever wake up in the middle of the night again, I won't see bad things, and they can't hurt me. I always sleep under the covers, and I still sleep with my blankie wrapped around my head like a sleeping mask. So I'm double covered. Nothing has happened since. I'm not sure if I'm sensitive or like kids are are when they are little, but... Nothing has happened to me since, and I prefer to keep it that way and after that interaction. Much love to you, love fleas, and keep up the amazing work. And who was that from? Kate. Kate? Mm-hmm. Kate B. Kate, you may be extremely sensitive as a child, and that sounds terrifying. Well, what are all of the things? Dude, I don't even know. I read this story, and it was like whiplash of scary things. Okay, first thing. Who was the lady that they referred to as witch? Oh, the breaking and entering woman? Yeah. I think she might have been one of your past, like, grandparents or something. And she just floated in the room like fucking Peter Pan every night? Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then who was the, uh... Which is why you weren't necessarily scared. Who was the woman when she was look- looking in the mirror and seeing the dude's face? And who was the man that she was seeing? I think the thing that she saw in the mirror after seeing the woman, this was at school, right? I was cleaning my room, so no. Oh. It was in her room. I don't know why I thought it was at her school. I don't know either. Maybe the thing that she was seeing was in the school. I feel like the weird um, lady in black was there, but you, okay, I don't think she was there. I feel like that might have just been like a weird hallucination. I feel like it's a past life. That's why you said school. I don't know. Because that's why she was looking in the mirror and seeing a man. That was the past life she was seeing of herself as a man. But what does that have to do with the lady? Well, it says, I could see a black woman walking ever so slowly across my doorway. Yeah. I think the woman is part of her, her past life as... As the man? Mm-hmm. Ah. Because I don't see something associated to it. It's just like something triggered her to start seeing it. Because that happens to me. I don't know. Huh. 
I thought maybe seeing the woman walk across the room and when she looked in the mirror, her brain did that weird thing like the Bloody Mary joke does where like you were seeing something, but then your brain looks in the mirror and it's already making You don't making see things. something that detailed though, where you know it's know. a man's face. Some people do when they like stare Probably because they're seeing their past life. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't know. I think she was seeing her past life. Like something triggered it. Interesting. And then she started seeing the woman. And then when she looked into the mirror, she saw her her past life as that man. Because I also see them like outside while it's happening. Weird. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I see the woman outside. And then I see the man on the inside looking out the window at her. And she he's like looking at a mirror inside his like bedroom or something but it's like a really long time ago like they have almost like pilgrim looking kind of clothes on like colonist clothes Mm. and um i don't know i feel like the woman might have been like someone that worked for them like a slave servant lady i don't know interesting and then there's a completely solid black figure that was hunched over them with stringy like hair or something yeah that's the one that scares the fuck out of me my guy why because <laughs> i hate shit like that well what is it i honestly don't know i feel like you could be stressed out and be seeing it either for physical or metaphysical reasons or both i can hear it whispering it kind of reminds me of like that one piece of artwork where the guy is screaming i think you talk about it from courage the cowardly talk oh the scream that's yeah. what the, the the painting's called. Yeah, except it to me looks more like a woman, and I can hear like coming out of it, but it doesn't look like a woman. It's just shaped like a woman. It scares like me nonetheless. A black shadow shaped like a silhouette of a woman, and its hair like is blowing in the wind. Oh, return the slab. That's what you're at looking for. Not the screen painting. The return the slab guy. Maybe. Yeah. He's the one that puts all of the locusts on them too. And he has like weird wispy hair. Yeah. Yeah. That one also gave me nightmares. (laughs) Goodness gracious. I don't know. Katie, those are wild. They uh, freak me out too. I would also sleep under the covers for the rest of my life. Mm Mm-hmm. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Do you guys like content like this? Do you like listener stories? You could submit your own listener stories too for a chance to be featured on our future podcast or YouTube video. Video, video, video. You think that was cool? I don't know. <laughs> I have a dad joke now though, so. Yes. Okay. So if you guys could leave an Apple podcast review, that helps us immensely. And in your review, if you could give us a good rating and leave a dad joke, we will call you out and tell people who you are and what your dad joke is. We haven't gotten any new ones in a while, so we're currently reading them off of our dad joke portion of our Discord server, which you can learn about also in the show notes. Okay, I have two because they have to be said together because they're funny together. Okay. I'm First one. Okay. What did the cat say to the ghost? Meow. <laughs> no. You're freaking meow. Next one. Okay. What did the cat say to the Pokemon? The cat say to the Pokemon? Yeah. Gotta catch them all. You're freaking meowth. <laughs> that is all you need to know. Jesus Christ. That was from Apple Goose. You're welcome. <laughs> that one was actually good. That one was from an, from, oh, Apple Goose. <laughs> I yeah, thought you said Apple Patreon. Reviews. And I was like, wait, no. I, I thought we didn't have any. Okay, Apple Goose on Patreon. That's fabulous. You're freaking meowth. Got it. Yeah. And that's what the Pokemon said to the cat? No, that's what the cat said to the Pokemon. Got it, got it, got it, got it. So the Pokemon is Meowth. Meowth, that's my name. Sorry, Team Rocket. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, if you didn't know that we have a YouTube channel, we do. And we also offer readings on our website. So if you'd like a personal private reading or a video or email recorded reading, feel free to check out the show notes and visit our website. We have blog posts. We have YouTube videos. We have Patreon content. It's a really good time. You should uh, take some time to look at the beautiful website that I made and the stuff that we've posted on our medias of the social variety. Until then, when we talk about something new in the next podcast, we are your meta kicks. I feel like our intro and outro are so like weird, nonchalant. I don't know. Intense. Mm. And then it has the punching thing with I, which I guess like gets rid of oh, the intensity. Oh, you mean the music? Yeah. But well, we're really not that intense. You're